When it comes to discussing the realities of parenting, you can expect some sensitive material and occasional profanity. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Anonymous Mom, a podcast where two childhood friends reconnect to discuss mom life, adulting, and everything in between. And we have our first listener requested episode topic. Yay! I am so excited. We had a listener email us and they had quite a few questions. So we're going to break it down into several episodes. But they started with a request with asking what the best ways are to engage and bond and play with their fiance's pregnant belly. And I just thought that was so sweet. So they said that they listen to our podcast nearly every day and that they're looking for some ideas, opinions, and feedback from both of us, which I just, I'm just so excited to dive into this. So like I said, we're going to break this down into several episodes because they had a bunch of questions, but the one we're going to focus on now is their first question about ways to play with the pregnant belly. Now, their first thing that they talked about was that they do raspberries (laughs) on the belly, which I hadn't heard that term in so long. I was like, oh my gosh. (sighs) So it made me wonder, when does a fetus begin to hear? From the babycenter.com, Claudia Boyd Barrett writes, ears aren't fully developed until the third trimester. However, your baby will hear sounds inside your body, like your heartbeat, between 16 and 22 weeks of pregnancy. After 23 weeks, your little one will be able to make out your voice, your partner's voice, and the sounds from outside the womb. Noises from inside your body muffle the sounds your baby hears, but they can hear your voice more clearly than all others, end quote. That's crazy. I've I've always wondered they can hear you and like and how much they can and if they will recognize your voice when they come out. Oh, that's who this person is. (laughs) Have you seen that picture of that or the video of that baby where they look around and they're just like, oh, like (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not. Jumped into the, oh my God, it's so good. I'm going to have this. I'm going to find that video and post it on our social media because it's the best. This baby opens their eyes and they're just like, at first, like, yeah. And then they look around and they're like, oh no, <laughs> this is it. I do want to note too, that the baby center app is a really helpful resource for those who are expecting. So for our listener and their partner, I highly recommend downloading their app. It's what I used when I was pregnant with my daughter. And I and used I it used, when, oh, did you use it too? I used Baby Center too. I mean, back then they didn't have an app. It was an email you got every day yeah. a week or something. But and you still yes. get the email too, but you can check okay. the app as well. Yes. Um, they have an amazing milestone tracker to see if your baby's development is on track and things that you can be doing to keep your child on track developmentally. And I haven't used it personally since she's been enrolled in preschool, but I actually looked at it because I was like, oh, you know, I haven't checked this out in a while. And it's great to see at any age to make sure that, you know, your child's on the right track and what you can do to nurture your child's development at every stage. So big shout out to them. Check out their website and app. Get their email notifications if you are expecting or if you already have a child. It's really, really awesome resources. All right. So also from the Baby Center, they say as your baby's ears and brain mature, they'll gradually perceive a wider range of sounds, including more voices in the higher ranges. And ultrasounds have also caught changes in baby's facial expressions when they hear music. Oh, that would be so cool. I Bye. wish someone would like take, like, can someone do that? <laughs> Isn't that cute? That would be so cute. Yes. And so sounds that your baby hears in the womb contribute to hearing and brain development, which will continue after your baby is born. So you and your partner don't need to do anything special to facilitate this. But I love the idea of playing 
music. I think that is adorable. Um, yeah. I, one thing though that I do have to note is that sound travels easily from outside the belly to the womb. So it's important to pay attention to the volume at which your baby is exposed to sound. Long-term exposure to loud noises could possibly damage their hearing. Baby Center says some experts recommend avoiding any routine noise louder than 150 decibels, which is about the loudness of a chainsaw while pregnant. Mm, And so, yeah, so, you know, short births are different, but like a duration they have is like, you know, an eight hour workday. If, you know, you are in an environment where there's loud noise, it's not recommended. Mm. So the piece of advice I have for this listener who is suggesting ways to interact with the baby while inside the womb is to play music. Evidence suggests listening to music as well as people talking and other sounds from the environment can help your baby's hearing, memory, and emotions. So to protect your baby's delicate ears, make sure the music isn't too loud. Never place ear or headphones directly on your belly. The sound will amplify to dangerous levels as it travels to your baby. Because you have this idea, oh, it needs to be louder because they're inside there and it it doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) No. But yeah, so think about that with music. You know, what music makes you happy? What music makes you feel love? You know, so that kind of stuff where you can. Well, I have to believe if you're like listening to music and you're having those happy feelings, the endorphins in your body have to be going to the bait because I don't they feel stressed too. I guess it's funny because when we saw this suggestion then I really started to think of all the things that happen I of course went to the negative right away because I got to think about like how many people fight when they're pregnant with their baby inside of them how many oh, yeah. put themselves in like unsafe situations that are constantly stressed all the time as a pregnant woman what that can do to the baby like we're thinking of all the good things like talked about all the good things it's just oh absolutely yeah absolutely there's the other polar side to this so at base level what your child is hearing no matter what it is, affects their development. So whether that be positive or negative. So yeah, Mm -hmm. if they're in a constant stressful environment, they're going to have that stress and anxiety wired into their brain before they're even born. So the listener did ask the question regarding blowing raspberries on the belly. (laughs) And I love this, but from what we've learned just now regarding loud sounds, my personal opinion would be to keep that to a minimum or at least have it be very gently done. Because another study I found, doctors examined the effects of five-second external vibratory stimulus on pregnant women who were in their third trimester, and they found, quote, fetuses made breathing movements more irregular after vibratory stimulus. So when I think about the sudden vibration and sound of blowing raspberries, that makes me connect to that effect. But we always suggest to talk to your doctor because this is just our personal advice, and they can, you know, help guide you. But when I think of that sudden... Yeah. vibratory and you know sudden noise and vibrate yeah that yeah could be. my personal suggestion to engage in this bonding with the belly would be to sing or hum yeah at a low volume you know think of like a nursery rhyme or even a song you like that makes you happy well I even think or makes you is, feel safe yeah with my weird and you're the same way with energy and stuff like that just putting your hands on the belly and like sending good energy and just Mm -hmm. like having that body to me that's something that feeling Mm -hmm. that would be I haven't been pregnant in so long I can't imagine yeah (laughs) well and they are gonna get to know you more the more they hear you talk so like I said singing reading books even when they're in the womb that can encourage that connection even more 
have a book picked out that you're going to want to read to them at bed every night. Yeah. And start that tradition while they're still in the womb. If they can hear you, even if it's muffled, especially if it's a book like a nursery rhyme where there's a rhythm and a cadence to it. Yeah. We always read Are You My Mother by Dr. Seuss. (gasps) That was like our huge, I love that book. (laughs) Oh, that's such a good book. I love Are You My Mother. And then oh my god yeah that was like my all-time favorite that's a good dr seuss is a great example because there's a rhythm and a cadence to his writing yeah so you can even even sing while yes like yeah doing that yeah and like we said put on your favorite music at a reasonable volume sing along what are the things you know that bring you joy that the feelings that you want your baby to feel once they're introduced into the world yeah but like I said, I love the idea of instead of blowing raspberries, humming at a low volume, a lullaby, just that humming, that low humming vibration. If, he, you know, wanting to connect with the belly and the baby, I think that would be a great thing to do. Yeah. At the bottom of every episode, uh, we always have the links to our sources. And at the bottom of the Baby Center article, there's some great descriptions of the breakdown of hearing milestones your child will have inside the womb. So that's something to reference if you want more information on the subject. Yeah. As far as with interacting, I had to have played. So that's something that's interesting. We talked about this the other day. Both of us are music is everything. Yeah. But both of us can admit that music has not been. Yeah. It's just been funny because it is for the longest time. That's what I've always had. Music going, music has been whatever. And lately I just cannot find that love. I shouldn't say love. Just it's like, it's, I used to, I have a playlist that has like 400 songs on it and I used to just put it on shuffle and it made me happy. And now I'm like, oh, skip, skip skip. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I always had music on all the time. And I now, and I used, you know, that excuse of, well, I got to cater to what my daughter wants to listen to. And it's like, now it's at an age though, where I should start going back to listening to what I want. Yes. Do you remember interacting with your belly at all or your husband? I mean, I will say I did not enjoy being pregnant. So I didn't like it when anybody touched me. I didn't like my belly. I think I was more like, what are you doing in there? You know, like that sort of a thing. My personality more like that. But like, I really don't remember. I mean, that was 15 years ago because... My oldest just turned 14. So with my I can't youngest, remember and it's only been like four years for me. Yeah. And with my years. youngest, it's probably close to 12 years. I don't know. I think with her, I was maybe more a little bit more, but like I I don't know. I know I probably talked. This is the thing. Like I don't stop talking. So she <laughs> your, your kids were bonded. Yeah. I mean, we were constantly, but okay, so this is funny. I just said this just popped in my head. My friend who does hair. Her kids would stop crying when they heard the blow dryer or the vacuum. My youngest, if she started crying, we would turn on the vacuum and just put the vacuum next to her and it totally chilled her out. Oh, it's that white noise. Yeah. Yes. And like with our friend that does hair, they would run the vacuum or the blow dryer. The baby was so used to hearing the blow dryer, you know, like, so it is, I think. Well, that vibration is because what they're hearing in the womb too is that muffled so that's why white noise is so popular is because it's that muffled sound. Yeah. And that comfort of where they were, because it is scary. I mean, think about that. You're in this sack of fluid and like this warm sack of fluid just floating around and then boom. Yeah. And cold and mm-hmm. <laughs> getting spanked. Yeah. Falling um, on your head. 
coming oh, yeah. out of or falling <laughs> onto a bathroom floor. Your dad's trying to cut the umbilical cord with a yeah. cell phone charger. That's terrifying. But yeah. actually, I did that on YouTube. So that's another thing, too, that I would recommend. They have all sorts of white noise, brown noise, pink noise. There's all these mm-hmm. different types of noises. But I would put the white noise. They have like a 10-hour one. I just put that on when the, she needed to take a nap. And it did, I mean, it's not, you know, every time going to work. But for the most part, it's very right. effective. Well, and even so um, where I work, a mom brought in her very tiny small baby I like trying to think how old she was she was very uh, probably like a month old and kept her in her carrier and had this white noise machine next and she slept the whole time I mean hardly did not wake up or any because that white noise and then it's loud where we were you know like talking and all that and she slept through the whole thing with her little white noise machine and I'm like god that's so comforting (laughs) yeah it is I mean it's for adults too so that's the thing is well, there's like the fan on for the reasoning of having that sound in the background of the, our white noise. Yeah, I think it might be on the Calm app. I'm not sure, but there's an app advertised on YouTube. And like I said, it has all the different kinds of background and their ads. They'll one ad will have brown noise and then it'll say, how are what you the feeling? Hell is brown noise, dude. It's, I'm I have no idea if these other noises. Like, I've well, only heard white noise, and then I hear brown noise. I'm like, oh, what is brown noise? What is green noise? What is blue noise? When, one's for focus. One's for relaxation. Oh, really? To, okay. Yes. And so it makes me think, remember when I told you about those binarial beats? Yeah. It's like that where it connects to you on that vibratory level. Yeah, what do they call that? It's a thing. I'll do a meditation, and they have the different levels of... Yeah, the hertz, yeah. So that's, Yes, that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. And well, so that's listening one. to music, then maybe I'll just listen to these noises. Yeah. Well, I can't get into music right now. I'm just going to listen to these noises and hopefully that'll suddenly I'll live, love my music all over again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, but so I want to do it because it's true. Like there's just certain times where you just need to, you need to shift your perspective. You need to shift your energy. Mm-hmm. And these different levels, I, I guarantee you is probably the same as these binarial beats, but it's in that white noise humming. Okay. It's just at different frequencies. I'm sure the lower one calms you, a higher one gets, you know, your energy up more. Yeah. The most important takeaway I would have from this is the volume yes. and the surprise what? factor of the connection inside the womb. Yeah. Regardless of the energy given from it, it's the vibration of that. Of that. That makes a difference. And yeah, I mean, like you said, the negative aspects too, like I didn't dive into it because we wanted to stay positive. We wanted to stay positive. But yeah, I mean, it's the big takeaway is no matter what you're exposing the child to, regardless of whether or not it's inside the womb or outside the womb, affects their development. Right. And we should be doing everything we can to nurture that. Like a child homesick with a plastic uh, Easter egg on their head and trying everything to distract mom while she's recording it's what we do it's yeah <laughs> but that's a really big thing too so the i know i've been talking about this book a lot but the myth of mormon if they're looking for a book suggestion to kind of get ready to as far as childhood development it, they do a big job pointing out we're not nurturing a healthy childhood development with how our system, our society is set up and how important it is. And we're just kind of making it feel like an afterthought. Right. And it's we'll not. wait till it gets bad to fix it rather fix than it. just not. We're and that's, 
Unfortunately, I feel like there's so yes, I was just saying it sucks just in general, because that's kind of the way I feel like society works. We wait till it's broken to fix it instead of it's like taking care of your car. You don't wait till it's broken to fix it or you shouldn't, I guess. You should be. You don't wait till the check engine light comes on before you get your oil changed. Right. You should be just taking care of it as much as you possibly can. And keep in mind, you don't know everything. So always trying to learn more on how you can, because that's also just a good. Yeah, There are societies set up to nurture this and they have the tools for parents to be able to nurture it. And so that's what I'm saying is that not every society is a reactionary society. So I just want to give a huge shout out to this listener who is taking the initiative to want to do what they can to nurture a healthy development for their baby. Asking. Yeah. And asking. Because I think a lot of the times we want to know what we're talking about and we want and we don't ask for help. We always think we know everything, but it's so good to ask and learn. Ask questions. That's yep. the best thing you can do. I love asking questions. Yeah. And the baby center. I loved that app because also too, when my daughter was inside my belly, it showed the different stages and like your mm-hmm. daughter's the size of a papaya. Oh my God. Know? I totally remember that. I totally remember that. What is being developed at this stage and what right. you can do to help with that. Parenting is a job. You want to love the job you have. Right. And we just need to see it more as it is a job. It's a responsibility. And, and there's going to be stressful days. And that's yeah, but okay. Take pride in that. Right. And that, know that it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. How you work at your job makes a difference. Right. They had a, a lot of questions and I'm excited to jump into more of them. But that is all the time we have for this week. And just a reminder, we do say it at the end of the episode, but If you do have a question or topic you want us to discuss, please email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com and we will add it to the list. Thank you so much for the request and thanks to everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in to Anonymous Mom. Have a question you want answered or a topic you'd love for us to discuss? Email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com or if you want to remain anonymous, Join our Facebook group, Anonymous Mom, where you can post your topic or question anonymously. Thanks for listening.